What's in the queue? 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 Jealous, kind of. That's where we're going to come in. <laughs> you will never know what she's jealous of, dear <laughs> listeners. Hi. Hi. How you doing? I'm okay. Gary, you got to be chill if you're going to sit down here with us. Great. Great, stop it. <laughs> nope, not so near the mic. You're a very loud breather. Yeah, That's you're picking up. You're picking up right there. Oh, thank you for my kisses. Right. Rude. You're not over here by me. Rude. Do you want to go give Krishana kisses? Go give Krishana kisses. Um, can I just say that I love that snap? <sighs> yes, dear listeners, uh, I sent. Cr- I-, I have started a trend. I think this is two weeks yeah. in a row yeah. where when it is about, I don't know, tw- 30 to 20 minutes before Krishana mm-hmm. comes over to record, I send her a snap. And it's me recording Gary saying, Gary, guess who's coming? Guess who's coming? Krishana's coming. Krishana's coming to the door. And Gary loses his mind mm-hmm. as he's trying to do right now, Come trying to here. make his way between the couches Come to get here. Krishana. Aww. And it's just, it's delightful because he knows her name. Yep. And he loves her. Yep. And she's, boobs she's and chin. basically his favorite human out of all the humans that he knows. <laughs> yes. Gary kisses. Lick. Lick, yeah. lick away on my chin. Yeah. It's good. You kiss me more than Bruce does. Yeah. yeah. Gary's a kisser. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of Bruce, mm. Bruce is one years old. Oh, happy birthday, Bruce. Yeah. And you know what he got for his birthday? What? An ear infection. Oh, <laughs> sounds like a normal kid. Yeah. Yeah, my kids don't get ear infections. Oh. But my dog does. That's fine. Uh, he also got a dog cake. Because this is my life now. Because you're a dog mom. Uh-huh. Uh, and a regrettable toy. Uh, I got him a plush birthday cake, you know? Mm-hmm. It's got like candles sticking out of it, but mm-hmm. you know, off it, soft and chewy. Yeah, missed the part where it played "Happy Birthday." <laughs> if you tap it, <laughs> so there's a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait till that battery dies. <laughs> do, you, do you remember one of your kids' birthday parties when you guys got the candle that wouldn't <laughs> stop singing the song, and I ended up taking it outside and smashing it. <laughs> It wouldn't stop. Dude, okay. It, it was this, this crazy, like, flower. You, like, lift the top. Candle. Yeah. And it, like, oh, the petals open up. To more candles. To full on fire. <laughs> and it's playing happy birthday, but it will not stop. <laughs> not for nothing. I still think about that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we just kept singing happy birthday yeah. over and over. I think about the fourth happy birthday where we're like looking at our, our wrists where we don't actually wear watches because we all have phones and we don't wear watches. But it was like, no, I can't think we're done now. Yeah. Now I wear a watch that is a phone on my wrist. That's fine. Because I'm fancy. So fancy. Um, also, I would like to have uh, Krishana's medical corner. Oh, yeah. I had one in a hot minute. Sure. So, um, Okay. <laughs> This is probably gonna be TMI. I'm I might be dying. Okay. So 
randomly I looked at my belly button and there was like a weird creamy greenish liquid pus thing. So I was like, well, what the crap is that? So I go get Q-tips, clean it out, sniff it. I totally sniffed it. it yeah. It didn't really have a smell. Okay. Well, if okay. it did, it was a weird-ish light smell. Uh. Clean it out. Use both sides. Throw that one away. More. Clean more. Like enough where I could squeeze my belly button together and you could see the liquid coming again. You, you... You had like a like a cyst pimple popping experience and you did not snap me? It was freaking me out. I was also not clothed, so it wouldn't have been appropriate to send it to you. Fair. Uh, <laughs> so I like, see you naked in your bathroom <laughs> cleaning out your belly button. Sorry, Kai's go ahead. In there, he's just like, I'm like, look at this. What is this? That's, that's clean love. Clean it out a couple of times. Uh, and then there's like pink like blood. I'm like, what is invaded itself into my belly button so my mind goes the matrix a spider has gone and burrowed its way into my belly button and then i'm gonna give birth to millions of spiders at once that makes a lot more sense than what i was thinking next Uh, somehow i ripped my fingernail seriously way down and i'm like ow 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 it hurts and then i noticed it's like a blister type thing so of course i'm a picker I pop pick, it. Pick. And it's that same colored creamy gray stuff coming out of my finger. What? I'm dying. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Okay, so like not to put our group chat on blast, but w- Alyssa put in our group chat that she thinks her cat might possibly be an alien. You've held the cat. Yes. Are you now carrying alien cat spawn. Oh, that freaked me out. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you might be... I mean, you might have been abducted. If there is a doctor or alien... Doctor? Doctor. <laughs> let us know. What's in the queue at gmail.com? Am I dying? Don't web Is my it. blood now... A creamy green? What's happening? Try the gray stuff. It's delicious. <laughs> Don't believe us? Ask the dishes. <laughs> they can sing. They can dance. As wrong as this is France. <laughs> and I don't know. Here is no second balls. That's good. Come on. Old gentlemen, <laughs> you take a glance and then you'll be our guest. We are guests. I'll be our guest. Um, that was basically me last night at Aladdin, watching Aladdin. Oh, yeah? You watched it without us? Um, I'm leaving. Dunk, 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 dunk. Okay, bye, Krishana, bye. <laughs> Fuck off. It was pretty good. Like, okay. surprisingly good. So, uh, XM Radio. Hey, XM Radio. Hashtag pay us. Um, they have their free week or whatever sure. it is. So, we've been on Kids Place Live. Okay. Um, and... They're, they were playing the main genie song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Miss Dora Aladdin said. Yeah. Friend like me. Um, I said right there, no. <gasps> Nay. Sister. Okay, and here's my, here's my torment. 
because you you can't help but want to sing it like the original but also you cannot compete with Robin Williams as Genie. Yes. Right? So you want to try and make it a little bit your own. I can't. I can't do it. I'm sure I'll see it, but um, I'm not going to pay money to see it. It was delightful. And don't the, delightful me. No, I'm I'm like I was smiling with joy throughout. That's how good it was. I'm Okay, so let's go back. How much do you love the original? I love it. And what convinced me to give Will Smith a chance was this post that he put up on the day that the movie came out. Um, Somebody had drawn a little animated Uh version of of, of his genie, of of both of them. He says, I know genies don't have feet, but you left some big shoes to fill. R.I.P. Robin, and thank you um, to the artist. Uh, Love the artwork. Um, You can genuinely tell watching the movie that Will Smith cared about this performance. This performance meant something to him and this was not just I you can you can feel it's not just a paycheck for him. He genuinely gave it his all and his all was great. <sighs> Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Hey, you want to talk about a documentary? No. Okay. All right, All right. bye, everybody. Bye. bye. <laughs> this is What's in the Queue with Krishana and Emily. Hey. Mm. Hey, Krishana, do you want to dance with somebody? Do you want to feel the heat with somebody? <laughs> yes, I do. Well, well, you won't carry up. Okay. So we can't afford any of that. Nope. So I that's not what I was singing. Do you remember last week when at the end of the episode and I was like, Hey, Dr. Ruth, let's do Dr. Ruth. Yeah. Funny story, that didn't drop till yesterday. So yeah. we didn't have time to watch that. So Madonna. we are. Um, we found Whitney. Yeah. The 2018 documentary from director Kevin McDonald on Hulu. Give him the rundown. I didn't write it down. From Oscar-winning filmmaker Kevin McDonald comes an intimate, unflinching portrait of Whitney Houston and her family that probes beyond familiar tabloid headlines and sheds new light on the spellbinding trajectory of Houston's life. I'm going to say half that description doesn't actually apply to this documentary. This was probably one of the best or my favorite documentaries about a celebrity. Yes, agreed. It is very well done. Yes, well put together. Chronological in time. Did you notice? <sighs> I did. <laughs> I was like, yes, I can write this down in order. Um, it was really good. It was good, but as far as it being uh, probing beyond familiar tabloid headlines, uh, I'd say 86% of it, no. Well, but I think that's because we're getting first-hand accounts to a lot of things we are getting it from people that were actually with her and it wasn't like but you know how sometimes there's those unofficial autobiographies no this is official like you have the houston family in this documentary and that's why i loved it so much because most of the time it's, it's that guy that did their hair that one time who was who saw them yeah. for five minutes. And it's like some random off version of their actual songs because they couldn't get their songs. Right. Um, this is home video. 
Yeah. Pictures. Audio. Audio. It's good. Yeah. yeah. And about a person that is so beloved. Yep. And just took a real hard celebrity downward spiral. Which so many, so many do. Yeah. God, so, many, so many, do. but not so many rise up that as high, high as You're she right. did. You're right. To fall so hard. Yep. Um, yeah. Oh, and especially like the way they open the documentary with her talking about her, like her nightmares <sighs> about running from the devil and yes. stuff like that. And I'm like, ooh, I've had that and, and just the, I want to dance with somebody. Oh, just, yeah. Oh, it's just so like, just anytime, solo vocals. Yes. Anytime you put naked, I was all caps in my notes at that section. Like those fools gave us the naked vocals. The Pandora commercial vocals. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. Okay. Yes. So, uh, Whitney, or Nippy, as she is known by her family and close friends, her close people, um, she grew up in Newark, New Jersey in the 60s. Um, during the riots, a very volatile, crazy time, she um, talks about eating on the floor just so, you know, they can kind of stay safe from bullets flying. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's America. That's the crazier part. Yeah. It's America. Yeah. This isn't Afghanistan. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Crazy shit. Yeah. Um, uh, her mom uh, is Sissy. Um, she has big time singers, like 50s and 60s. Um, a lot of girl a, groups. She, yeah. she did a lot of backing vocals for yeah, girl groups. like Aretha. Right, I mean, like no big deal. And she she did her own thing, too. She's just, like, you know, related to um, Dion Warwick's family. Yeah. Like, whatever. Whatever. Fine. fine. And Dee Dee Warwick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ooh, we'll have to talk about her. We'll get there. Calm. Um, her dad, jo- John. John. Yeah. <laughs> I keep wanting to say Joan. I know it's not right. Right. Um, he was part of the central planning and zoning uh, for Newark. Um, Kind of a mover and shaker. Things didn't happen unless he said okay. Right. And the documentary points out that it was a very corrupt mm. committee. Which, shocker, corruption, New Jersey? No. Say it ain't so. Corruption government? Corruption what? anywhere? Yeah, good point. Um, Aunt Bay, who is a family friend, and she is the most adorable little thing I have ever seen. She's just cute. Um, her brother Michael and her brother Gary... Um, and Donna, the ex-sister-in-law, these are the main, um... Talking heads. Yeah, the yeah. main ones. Um, so, uh, you know, they're growing up. Uh, Michael and Gary are basically in charge of looking after Whitney. Um, and they talk about, like, she'd go out in the morning, hair done, dress nice, all cute, Come home, dirty, her hair all crazy, because they were just out having fun. Sounds exactly like my child. <laughs> yeah. I cannot have my child have nice hair. Um, my kids have gum in their hair right now. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. Um, Aunt Bay describes Whitney's childhood as idyllic. Which... Which is an interesting word, and it got me thinking about the previous generation's definition of idyllic. <laughs> No. 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 Uh, First uh, of all, no. And as we go on later, we'll see how unidealic it was. But, like, it even got me thinking about, like, the way my mom raised me versus Uh how I'm raising my child. Like, like, aren't the gen... There's... There are generational gaps. And, like, I'm I'm getting to an age now where I'm finally seeing the generational gaps. Uh And, uh, no, idyllic is not the word I would use to describe their childhoods. No. 
No. I mean, growing up as an only child. Yes. It's very different from growing up with siblings. Yep. Uh, Nickelodeon was my sibling. Yeah. I, our yard, we had like a bunch of trees towards the back. Yeah. I would put on, I got, you remember Debs? Do you remember Debs? The store Debs? Yes. It was like all like crazy prom dresses. Yes. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I used to be able to get dresses from there every once in a great while, like if they're on clearance. Sure. So dresses that were way too big for me, but looked, you know, the puffy sleeve. Yes. You know, I would run through my little trees like I was Sleeping Beauty running through the forest, like all by myself, all the time. so jealous of your childhood all of a sudden. That was really fun. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? There's a a ghost right now. Ghost. Who are you going to call? Um, so, uh, you know, uh, oh, her, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I just caught back up to where we were in the Uh, story. (laughs) Uh, her, her mom was gone a lot. Performing. um, Performing, traveling, seeing the world, you know, all this stuff. Um, so the kids, you know, a lot of times were at this house, then that house, and that house, you know, just going everywhere because that also was a time when men did not raise their children. Thank you, thank you. I because <laughs> um, I kept thinking like you know that man is home by six p.m. Oh, he's home. Well, sort of or somewhere. He's at um, a home. Um, but you know they talk about music always playing in the house, and Sundays was twenty four gospel, like gospel, 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 gospel. Uh, church was very huge in their upgrade uh, upbringing. upbringing. Which speaking of the church, it kind of led to the secret divorce. <laughs> I might leave that in. Sorry. Of John and Sissy Houston, because despite John's ability to go out and have an affair every mm-hmm. other weekend, uh, the one time that Sissy had an affair with their reverend at church was like, no, nah, we're going to get divorced now. Right. Uh, he was super controlling, uh, tapping John the was. phone. Yeah, yeah, John was uh, tapping the phone, like all kinds of super paranoid stuff. Yeah. When you're doing the stuff. Anyhow. What do you mean people who do bad things call people out on doing what? those things? What? what? That's so what? weird. Anywho, um, Whitney was bullied a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so between the bullying and between the anger at her parents getting divorced, uh, she went to the Mount St. Dominic Academy. Uh, mm-hmm. It was an all-girls school. Uh, it was a, one of those, you know, private prep schools yeah. that gave her the best education and, you know, allowed her the best abilities yeah. to but, flourish. Right. And also around this time, they moved like 20 blocks out of the bad neighborhood into a middle class to upper to middle class. Yeah. After uh, the birds. Pool, you know, very nice. But they said, I mean, literally 20 blocks away, you were right back in the thick of it. Well, you're still Jersey. Yeah. Like, no offense, New Jersey. Sorry. I won't hey. tag you in this. Hey, New Jersey. Like, you're fine. It's not all your fault. It's not all your... And it, it's not totally fair that those guys at Studio 54 would not let you in and called you the bridge and tunnel crowd. You're a victim of... Sir- Gary. Gary. I hope that picked up. Um, oh, that's going to pick up. So, like, around the age of 13 is when she really was like, nope, I want to be a singer. Yes. Um, and Sissy bred her for it. Sissy oh, trained her for yes. it. Yes. Uh, you know, and, and they talk about being trained, I don't want to say classical, but in a more classical sense than quote unquote fad music. Well, they yeah. wanted her to have that base of 
that gospel soul music because your music now is all based off of that so you got to know that to be exactly exactly they they gave her the fundamentals sissy gave her the fundamentals of music theory i know gary's going bonkers upstairs sorry guys sissy gave whitney the the fundamentals to be the best singer yeah and it worked out so much so that uh whitney tells this story that when she was like 16 or 17 her mom had a had a show at this one club and she called her up she's like (coughs) whitney i can't sing and Whitney's like, uh, okay. Yeah, because at this point, she was only singing backup for right. her. Um, so her mom, you know, coughs Whitney out onto the stage. And Whitney gets up there, slays it. Mm-hmm. Like, just murders that set. Mm-hmm. In the most beautiful way possible. And her mom calls her up the next day. Hey, hon, how you doing? And Whitney's like, um, yeah, right. what's up with you? You were sick. Nah, just, I just wanted to see if you could do it. Boy. Throwing her to the wolves. Yeah. There's a lot in my notes. There's a lot of nailed it, <laughs> <laughs> killed it, murdered it, got it. Yep. Um, so at around 17, 18, she starts modeling. Um, she gets with uh, Steve Gittleman, uh, who's an agent. Um, and, you know, she's like, I don't I don't really want to do this modeling. I want to sing. I want to sing. No, she did not. Okay. She wanted to sing. She didn't want to be her mother. Right. 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 That's Nobody every, wants that's to be every time. Yeah, that's every um, Also around this time, uh, she meets Robin Crawford. Um, and Whitney describes it as just instant friends, just like they've known each other forever. Would you say they're best gal pals? Best, best gal pals? Best gal pals, which as we all know, is code for they were girlfriends. I like girlfriend, girlfriend. You and I don't agree with that. No, but you know the girlfriend that I mean that you live with. They were sexual partners, supposedly, allegedly. Um, uh, yeah. Um, and, and immediately her family didn't like her because you know that's still oh we can't be gay. Well, it's that time, and it's also they point out that Robin is the only one that can get. Whitney to rehearsals on time. She's the only one that can get Whitney out the door. She's the only one that can get Whitney out of bed. Like, and I, I mean, her brothers kind of talk like, like she knew she was going to be famous and was going to get in on all this money, right? That's Which, what they talk. And I think, as far as dad is concerned, dad's like, no, that's my money. That's my money. That's my it's cash all cow. greed. It's all control. Which. Same goes for that particular... I think Gary was the brother that was bashing on Robin Hart. It goes back to what we just talked about, how the people who are doing the bad thing will call others out Mm -hmm. for doing the bad thing, even if they're not actually doing the bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, eventually, um, she gets with... uh, Was it Arista Records? Arista. Arista. Arista? Yeah. Arista. Arista. I always said Arista. Look... Arista. We're Probably obviously Arista. not going to get a singing deal out of this because we can't even say the name right. Have you but, have you heard my voice right now? I cannot. Sing. But Clive Davis. Clive Davis. That which, guy. if you've ever heard music, I'm assuming you know who you've Clive heard that, Davis is. Heard that name? Yeah. Well, I don't know. The record industry is kind of irrelevant anymore. 
But yeah. <laughs> um, um, so 1983 <clears throat> is her first TV performance, um, and she just goes skyrocket. And every time Whitney's career goes through a skyrocket phase, the documentary gives you this nice little montage that intersperses her career with what's going on in the real world. Mm-hmm. And um, God, man. There is a lot of Michael Jackson pictures in this. Well, one, there's a lot of Michael Jackson pictures in this, which is all feels weird, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, the 20th century was not a good century. Post, no, mid 20th century onward was not good for the United States. Sorry. Sorry. Your brain was rewinding? It did. Like a VHS. It did. <laughs> oh, speaking of VHS, I just stumbled across a box of old VHS tapes, and I found the Aladdin VHS. No, 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 no. I, I got a whole box out there of old Disney uh, VHS tapes. Uh, some of those you might be very rich from. Yeah, I thought about getting rid of them, but I don't know. I think I might keep them. Yeah. I don't Encase have a VHS them in gold? acrylic. <laughs> Schlack them. Yeah, shellac the shit. Make a coffee table. That actually would be cool. That would be very cool. We're going to do this. Okay. Okay. Coffee Um, right now. And Um, they talk about, you know, on stage, it's just, you're Whitney. You're everything that they they want you to be. Yes. At home. Nippy. Just quiet. Chill. Making a a, a pillow fort on the couch for... All intents and purposes. Uh, and and they kind of go through a little chitty chat about um, uh, her being connected to, like, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, so even Robert Robert De Niro was sweating her. <laughs> Which, thanks to that late night talk show host for uh, breaking that down for us. That Thank you. Excellent. Um, uh, so Daddy Pooh decided it's time for me to be in charge. Yes. Um, and in charge he was to the point where people had to kiss the ring literally literally like the mafia literally and he employed basically everyone just to be on the payroll right which look that's common that's not yeah that's a feudal lord thing i get it. right i fully expect if anyone in my family becomes redonkulously famous that I will be on the payroll. I did tell Joe's sister's girlfriend, sort of still girlfriend, that when her true crime career breaks, I get to be the one who carries her luggage around. Yeah. So, yeah. I can yeah, do that. Yeah, I'm in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll let her know. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, going from like $500 a week to $500,000 a year plus some. Uh, plus some. Um, yeah. So the brothers, uh, Gary, Gary went from basketball. Basketball. Gary was the basketball player. Failed a drug test. Got removed from basketball. Went to be her backup singer. And not just basketball. Like like he was NBA. Like he yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. He was pro. Yeah. And then he was Whitney's backup singer, which apparently he didn't like, but he did like money. I'm sure he. I'm sure he had fun. I'm sure. He I'm did sure fun. he. W- it was just the. Sting of not carrying out his basketball career. Which, exactly. I mean, wouldn't sure, you? Sure. I um, ain't even mad at him for that. What's so, the other brother's name? Is it Michael? Yes. So we're going to talk now about... Drugs? Drugs. Drugs. Um, crack is whack. Don't I do that. I forgot that was a slogan. You did? I did. It's my favorite. Crack is whack. <laughs> um, so her brothers say in this documentary, 
that they they brought the drugs. They she tried the drugs because of them, with them, after them. Like that, uh, like all as like a cute little family experience when she was like sixteen or something. Which like it was that. the eighties, sure. Like that's just and like what they she talk did. about like coke was just lying out on the table. Was it her? Was it an it uncle? Or no, like, there was an uncle or a family friend who oh, was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. for her sixteenth birthday, I got Whitney a bag of weed, weed and gave her a hit of coke. Yeah, but she's also super famous already. At sixteen, she's getting there. Yeah, you're right. Um. Here's a fun tidbit. She does not like Paula Abdul. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Um, and Al Sharpton doesn't like Whitney Houston. This is all true. Um, that little behind-the-scenes home video between Whitney Robin and Sissy... Was so awesome. And oh, just, my God. I mean, just a totally normal conversation like you and I have with microphones. Yes. They were also having... Except for the internet wasn't out there, and right. now the internet's out there. Like, it was this whole conversation like, where Whitney was like, I just, th- like, I just, I'm so angry, I'm pissed off because there's this, like, style of music, and it's not even real music. Like, it was this whole, like, she was dealing with feelings the of, pop. Auth- uh, yeah, she was dealing with feelings of authen- authenticity yeah. and, like, how to maintain her uh, career and her trajectory. The, yes, that is Gary chewing on a toy pig. Um, and she's all like, uh, oh, so, oh, Sissy was like, uh, Janet uh let, let Janet Jackson sing that shit. You sing the real shit. Right. Which uh, to me, it looked like it was probably just after a concert performance right. and she is tired and dealing with, uh, the, um, was it the soul training the awards soul- where she got booed? Yeah. She was, that was hard. booed, booed. Well, cause she wasn't black enough. So crazy to me. Well, and like. Especially when you think back to the stories that she was telling about how, because she was light-skinned, she got made fun of. Yeah. Which made me think of Nina Simone, who got made fun yeah. of, because she was dark-skinned. Like, nobody can fucking get out of childhood without getting yeah. made fun of. Like, Hi, guess what? You can't choose what color you are. Right, you just come out that color. <laughs> um, next up Ugh. comes Bobby... Brown or Robert Barris Forrester Brown. Whatever. Uh, one of the brothers describes him as the type of guy their mom always kept Whitney away from. Right. Which was like, uh, and I, they 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 frame the documentary, you know, with her struggling with her identity. Um, I know earlier in the documentary they talked about like the double consciousness that you need to be black in <coughs> white culture. Yeah. You know, uh, Gary, can we help you? Um, yeah, so, and it, and it was, uh, part of the perception, you know, because, I mean, they even showed, uh, I don't want to say billboard, but, like, flyers up on walls saying that she's gay, like, it's a bad thing. Well, that was the 80s. Uh, Right. Right. I'm just saying, like, I don't want it to sound like I'm saying being gay is No, 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 no. No. Because it's not. Uh, Uh, And it is Pride Month. It is! First Pride, uh, well, what did I see today? The fir- Oh, the first Pride rally was a riot. First Pride was a riot. Stonewall. Excellent. Excellent. Stonewall. Get a um, march up. So, Bobby is what, what do I want to say? Bobby is a really good cover, especially for someone whose parents got divorced, who's in- for someone who is insecure about their identity in pop culture. 
For someone who's struggling with their identity, for someone who is being told, hey, you're not black enough, for someone who did lead an incredibly sheltered and an incredibly industrious childhood. He is wild and fun and he's cute and he's everything that my mom said I shouldn't look for. super straight. They did highlight that phrase, didn't they? Yeah. With a uh, him humping somebody on stage, basically. <sighs> okay. So, I knew Bobby Brown was a arrogant, spoiled little baby beforehand. That was his media image, yes. Um, but this highlighted it very good. Yep. Coming directly out of his mouth. They're not twisting and turning anything. No, no. It's his own mouth. He, yeah, he's in the documentary. Um, he does not want to talk about Whitney Houston's drug use. No, that wasn't, that's, n- that's not a part of her life. And, and, uh, what's... Ke- Kevin McDonald, the, yeah. the director is like, well, it kind of did lead to her death. Yeah, so... that's why she died. He's yeah, we're like, not no, going to talk about that. No, no. Now, to be fair, grief comes in all sa- shapes and sizes, he lost an ex-wife. He lost his daughter to drugs and addiction. Spoiler alert. Da, 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 da. It's not a spoiler <laughs> if it's 10 years old. We'll, okay, but we'll get we'll get on to that. He, uh, Bobby's okay. Bobby, man. Bobby is Bobby. Um, Whitney's <laughs> star keeps rising higher and higher. Can we talk about the body? And Bobby's is dropping like a sack of potatoes. Well, because he was making... Do, do you think... Uh, God, what was his group? Ah, uh, New Edition? No. I don't know his group. What group was he in? Is it New Edition? There is a cusp of, like, pop music in the 80s and 90s that I'm not... That you well, missed? That I just... You were yeah. sleeping? No, I, I only listened to country music when I was a kid. It's what I was raised on. I'm sorry. I know, I'm catching up on everything. I'm sorry. It talks to my mom. Um, Sonny. <laughs> um, but, like, his music, his group, they were on the way out. They weren't right. popular anymore. Much like every boy band, <laughs> they have their their time their in the sun, life. and then they fall, and then they'll be, come around and be a gimmick again. Exactly. Um, except for new kids on the block. Oh, oh, oh. Um, Oh. Anywho. Anyways. Um and, and 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 during this I mean they get married, you know, they date fast, they marry fast, have a baby have a fast. Baby fast. Like, what up, Bobby Christina? She's not even coming home from this honeymoon and she's like, I already messed my period. Yeah. Um and Bobby Christina Brown is born, um, and she is a beautiful Sorbs. Um and Aunt Bay says, um, that, you know, Whitney came home from the hospital early and she said she asked Aunt Bay to uh, bathe her, bathe Bobby, Christina, mm-hmm. and she said, and she never gave her back. Basically saying that she was the main influencer in raising Bobby Christina. Yes. Um, and we'll call her from Christina from now on because Bobby and Bobby is too much. Okay. Um, and can I also point out that to me, just to me, this points out Bobby Brown's arrogance that he's going to name his daughter Bobby. With an I. 
I'm not saying it's not a cute name. It's a cute name. Yeah, no, but yeah. it, to me, he's like, no. Since she's not a boy, we're still going to name her Bobby. That's what I want. <sighs> Anyways. How weird do you think it was for Robin to be the maid of honor at their wedding? <laughs> Awkward. Because, like, Robin was around for a long, long time. So I'm just assuming that, like, Whitney still had relations with her yeah. as well like i don't is that like a famous I don't know, person because thing? they kind of talk about like she really wanted to have this you know be married to a man and kid and and she wanted all of this yeah um i don't think it was ever that she was strictly lesbian they that do, she was bi they definitely threw out the gender fluid yeah phrase if that phrase was actively used yeah. in the 80s. Well, it was bisexual. <coughs> right. I don't but know that if was... bisexual still counts now. Is it just gender fluid? Is it fluid? There's or a... is it bisexual? There's a whole I don't know range. which one. It's all Help of it. Out. It's all of it. You could be pansexual. You can be bisexual. I'm getting you can be older fluid. and I'm losing the lingo of things. You could technically still, you could be asexual, non-romantic, gender fluid. Okay. Okay. Um, um, should the, we talk the... about the... The Super Bowl national anthem. We had another montage to show the passage of time. Zhu, 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 uh, award, award, at this award, time, award. Uh, yeah, well, yes, award, 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 award. Star rising. Also, um, at the same time, you've got the invasion in Kuwait and Iraq going on. What which, happened? <laughs> uh, Desert Storm and Desert Shield, which was like the first time that I became aware of like global politics as a child. I remember watching bomb strikes on TV. What I remember is visiting some family in Texas, going to this giant, like, cowboy boot store, and they had sweatshirts with Saddam Hussein's face and, like, a crosshairs on them. Oh. Like, that's, that, like, yeah, that's, that's what America. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, d- I definitely remember watching that on TV, and then, like, wrestling would come on. Yeah, that sounds And good. I was watching Hulk Hogan. That sounds about right. Um... So, you know, now we're we're moving up 91. She's doing the Super Bowl and they talk about um that they they changed the meter. The timing uh to a 4-4. Right. The the uh, the American national anthem, the United States the national anthem for the United States of America is in a waltz time. It's a yeah. 1 2 3 1 2 3 1 2 3. Right. They changed it to a 1 2 3 4 1 2 3 and okay the documentary drops some musical not musical history knowledge on you waltz is traditionally what the national anthem is done in african-american gospel music typically done in a 4-4 time the music director for whitney at the time and i missed his name i did not get his name um he's like i changed it to 4-4 time for her because she had been so inspired by marvin gaye's performance yeah of just a drum track and Marvin riffing on the national anthem at this, what, the NBA the finals NBA or finals, something like yeah. that. Yeah. And he's like, the symphony hated it. Hated and, it. Which I have performed the national anthem. I tried to adjust it in my head about how to do it. No. No. And, like, as as I was listening to her version of it, I started counting, like, one, two, three, four, two, two, three, four. And I'm like, I can't. I don't. I don't like it. It's you didn't a, like it? It is. I don't like the arrangement. I wasn't Whitney even listening he, to the orchestra. Fair. I was just hearing her and it sounded perfect. Her? 
gorgeous, incredible, patriotic. So- I almost liked being an American again. <laughs> so, she does not rehearse this one single time. No. A week before the Super Bowl, she listens to the track of the symphony playing it once. one time, and she's like, I got it. So what we all saw was her first time No, no. No, no. Performing it. She recorded that. That's recorded. What do you mean? They recorded that. They recorded it a week prior. She lip sank that. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, I just got really discouraged. Really? I mean, it's still a great track. That's one take. Well, right. It's still one take. But no, that, that, per- yeah, no, that, lip-sync. Per- yeah. Did that- I miss that? Mm-hmm. Did they say that in there? Mm-hmm. I missed it? Mm-hmm. Twice. <laughs> cool. They um, don't specifically say she lip sank it, but that's one of those little trivia things that she did not actually sing live because it was such a big performance. They they played the track that she recorded a week earlier. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, once no- again, nailed it. Nobody sings live at big events like that anymore. Well, they're losers. Yeah. I could do it. Yeah. Call me up. Super Bowl. Yeah. It'll be like Roseanne. <laughs> It'll be bad. Don't do it. <laughs> um, then we move to the bodyguard. Nope, that's all you get. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Controversial statement. Whitney Houston is amazing. Yeah. Her voice is the best, probably the one of the best voices our species has ever produced. Okay. I still prefer Dolly's version. No. Yes. No. And I love Dolly Parton. Country and all. Yeah. No. That's fine. I will enjoy. I, the, I like her version. I will. And I will enjoy the heck out of Whitney Houston singing this song. <laughs> and that, that drum. Boom. And that. That is great. But I, I still love Dolly's. Huh, I love on. Dolly's more. Moving you on. You just ruined this whole bodyguard moment. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um. <laughs> We get to see Kevin Costner, and he talks about he didn't he wasn't really thinking of it as a black woman and a white man and which is is more common to see on screen than a black man and a white woman still even to this day yes. yeah yes yeah um, but you know they talked about the uh, towards the end of the movie spoiler alert it's a thirty year old movie you're fine. Some people might not have seen it. Yet. I've never we seen it. We may have young what? I've never seen it. Are you questioning our friendship now? Because I just said that I like Dolly Parton's version Once better. Again, I'm leaving. <laughs> um. So because because of this movie, uh, Whitney in '94 ends up becoming the first uh, major black woman artist to sing in South Africa. Put on a concert post apartheid. Yeah. Um. Ow! I hurt myself. Um, Saddam Hussein liked that song so much, he stole it, sang a Arabic version for his campaign. Which, okay. What kind of campaign was that? I mean, I win. It's heavy air quotes. I, I mean, I'm running <clears throat> for election. <laughs> There's no other option to vote than vote for me. So, yeah. um, so that's a fun fact. That's fine. Um, Bobby is... You mean def- Mr. Houston? 
Mr. Houston is going nowhere. Um, and his crybaby mouth is making Whitney go, come on, dear, let's do a song together. Come on, dear, I'll name my uh, production company Brown House. That sounds like That's shit awful. house. That's awful. <sighs> Houston, whatever it was, was yeah. much better name. Yeah. Um, so Bobby's got to act out to get some attention, to get some fame. He oh my God. acts out by exposing himself for sexual harassment, for getting into fights, for hitting Whitney Houston. Anything and everything a little child in a grown man's body can do to try and get attention in the media, he does. Can we talk about the Barbara Walters interview? Go ahead. Um, so there's a point Baba Watas. in the Baba Watas uh, interview where um, she's like, do, do you believe in fidelity? And he's like, well, that's why I got married. Right? I don't know what fidelity is. Baby Bobby Christina literally turns to him at that point, And I realize she's a baby and she's not actually saying this, but the baby, her baby face was like, huh? Bullshit. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so at this time, you know, there's, there's this pressure, uh, you know, more and more pressure builds as her fame builds, as Bobby's tantrums builds. Uh, it's a lot. Um, I believe codependency and addiction yeah, so are they words were, that get thrown around. They were doing a lot of drugs. And according to Whitney Houston's brothers, Bobby Brown is a lightweight at doing drugs. Which I'm really not surprised by any of that. It's funny, though. It is. It is. Sad. You bad boy. You bad boy. But sad. I don't, I don't mean to be encouraging somebody's drug habit. Don't. But he's a crybaby, so okay. it just makes me feel better. That's fine. Um, but the drugs are taking taking their toll. Yeah, the the coke's got a pretty strong hold. We see this uh, little video. I don't know if it was after one of her concerts, but. They are definitely on some upper material. Yes. Whitney is just walking around burping. And like, and Bobby's like, oh my God, you're never going to believe this. There's going to be like this story with it. It's just like, I fucked a little kid, but I wouldn't even fuck up with your dick. And I wouldn't even fuck up with her dick. And And she's like, I'm going to fuck up with your dick. Sweating like a motherfucker. 90 miles an hour. So until, like, I grew older and realized what cocaine was and that she was doing it, I, I was just like, why is she so sweaty? She is the sweatiest woman <laughs> in the world. Now I know why. Now I know why. Because her body was going 400 miles an hour. Which, okay, like, looking back at Jim Jones, like, look at how much he was sweating. He always had the rag. I mean, they were definitely never in air conditioning. That's true. But also cocaine. But also cocaine. <laughs> Um, and, and at this time, people, uh, kind of close to her, like, uh, uh fil- her film agent were yes. like, Hey, Sue, everybody's starting to notice that you're doing drugs. How yeah. about we go get help? Can we go to rehab? And she's like, no, nope, I like no, doing it. I'll no. stop doing it when I want to stop doing it. And she said, no, no, no. Yeah. And she was, you know, her film agent was kind of like. None of her close people around her were wanting to do this. Why? Because she is an industry supporting yeah. an entire village of people. Which I get to a point. I do. I get, I get to get a it. point. Would you, I mean, do you think that <laughs> you, even though Whitney Houston was your sister, do you think you could be like, eh, 
say we should stop doing cocaine? I mean, I would like to say yes, but I don't. I don't know. Mm-mm. I don't know. Um, um, we so basically, we oh, come to, yeah, we come to a, a head between uh, Bobby and Robin. Yeah, Robin. You know, Robin all this time has uh, been like in charge of like design and how our videos go and costuming and yeah. just like the Whitney image. And Bobby's like, hey, 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 drugs. I, 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 I don't want you to around no more. And um, also, her dad was like, hey, 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 I want all of your money, too. I wonder how much John liked Bobby. I, I probably, he hated him. You think so? Yes. Yeah. But it was still that, because I'm sure he was still old school. That's your husband, your husband, your husband, you know, the, the head of the household. But I'm still your dad, so I'm still above him. I'm the head of the head of the household. Yeah. yeah. Um, so basically, Robin is out. She, well, she gives an ultimatum. It's like, it's me or Bobby. Yeah. And Whitney's like, what'd she say? I accept your resignation. Yeah. Um, Ouch. So now, Daddykins and Bobby are in full control. Um, and her dad is just stealing, 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 stealing money. Hand over fist. Um, there's one talking head that was like, I've never seen a music producer... That had a yacht and several mansions, but only one client. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so finally, Whitney's like, I'm done with this. Yeah. And and her loving, wonderful, caring, always compassionate father from her spectacular childhood. Her idyllic childhood. Her idyllic childhood. Sues her for a hundred million dollars. I really thought you were going to go Austin Powers on that. One million bajillion fifofofillion yeah thank you um it got to the point where whitney did not go to her dad's funeral no she went the night before to a private viewing yep and said her goodbyes yep and that was it yep so robin's gone her dad's gone time to isolate she's super isolated let's do more drugs yeah let's go to georgia let's just dip go to georgia yeah um and well and crap ton of drugs. this whole time arista arista whatever i think it's arista records they had signed her to like the biggest contract a hundred million dollar contract yeah that that a female recording artist had, actually i think any recording artist had ever had that's why her dad wanted a hundred million dollars yeah. because he negotiated the deal he broke so- with that that's his commission you can't get the commission of the total amount given anywho um, they had a producer that basically went around with Whitney and Bobby just in case they could record. And he's like, yeah, I basically spent four years watching them like do drugs and just fuck off for 10 days at a time. Yeah. They spent well over five million. The, the record company spent well over five million dollars in this time frame. On Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown and their cocaine. On, like, jets and... Well, I don't know that they specifically bought the drugs, but they definitely bought the hotel rooms. They definitely bought the jets. They definitely rented studios that never got used. Um, And this whole time, like, Whitney's losing weight. She's not looking good. Like, she looks like she is addicted to drugs. Huh. Um, so... Uh... Oh. <laughs> oh, so what finally outs her, let's just loop all the way back around to Michael Jackson. Um, she's doing a performance 
Uh, it was like a benefit, uh, not a benefit, uh, a, concert, a celebration, a celebration of the child molester. Four days before 9-11. Four days. That is a fucking time period. the only thing that kind of saved her probably because everybody forgot what the frick Whitney Houston was doing for a hot minute. Thank goodness. Um, but then she goes on Diane Sawyer. Ugh. She's not looking great. She's not talking great. And that's when it's Whitney Houston's now this big joke. Yes. Which they throw in like a montage of different shows that made fun of like her. Like SNL. And American Dad. And SNL. And Mad TV maybe. SNL. And SNL. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, I make too much money to smoke, smoke crack I think is one thing she oh, said. Oh yeah. Have uh, you, did you watch that interview? Crack is cheap. I would never be smoking crack. I make too much money yeah. to smoke crack. Wow. Yeah. Oh, honey. So you're smoking crack, huh? Yeah. Okay. Um. So then we're, you know, kind of going through. She went to rehab, left rehab, went to rehab, left rehab. Um. It, can Can we talk about how... Whit- idyllic childhood? No. No. How Whitney and Michael used to just, like, hang out in each other's hotel rooms. Because they understood really- being, being made fun of. And being mega celebrities, according yeah. to the documentary. But, oh my God. Yeah. To be a fly on that wall. Yeah. Which, okay. So, Whitney's friends with Michael. Yeah. We're, we're about to get into Whitney's child. Getting back into Whitney's childhood for a second. Yeah. What we're about to talk about. Do you think Whitney knew about Michael? No. Okay. Like, he tucked his little boys away while yeah. she was over? Yeah. He doesn't okay. like chicks. That's true. Why would he do that in front of Whitney Houston? That's May. true. No. Okay. He didn't have time to groom her. Um, Fair. Let's talk about Whitney's childhood again. Long, sad story short, she was molested uh, by D.D. D. Warwick. Allegedly. I feel like we... Allegedly? Le- we legally have to say that. Uh, her brothers both said that happened to them as well. Yep. By the same person. Allegedly? Yep. What's the point of saying it now if it's a lie? No, I know. Oh, listen. I believe... I believe people who come I forward. Believe I believe I No, no. He is a sex... God damn it. Cult you leader. all suck! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not listening to music anymore. Don't have heroes. Um, so, you know, her living in Georgia is basically her drug house compound. Yeah, what did one lady say, like, um, oh, it was her personal assistant, um, who was like, Bobby would draw demons everywhere. Which, that's the fucking crack talking, dude. Yeah. They don't do crack. No, they don't do crack. Um, But he's definitely doing crack. Right. And, and it's just... The sad thing is, is nobody's taking care... Her parents are not taking care of Christina. Like, yes. Christina's not being taken care of nope. by her parents. Um, really by any... By um, almost anybody. So At this she, thing, she's, she's like... She's what, 10-ish, 12-ish? Yeah. She uh, has grown up with uh, a drunk and drug-addicted parents. Um, and we see videos of her doing drugs. Yep. Um, and it's so sad. It's so sad. Like... They even talk about, like, she never had a chance. Nope. She never had a chance to be a kid, to be a teenager. Yeah. It's hard enough growing up with super famous parents. It's hard enough growing up. Period. Period. It's harder to grow up with super famous parents 
And then your parents are so whacked out that they don't even give a shit. They have no idea what you're doing, who you're doing, what's happening to you. I'm sure horrendous things happen to her too. I minus besides the drugs. I don't doubt that. I in that weird Wow, I just looked over to the shelf and realized I have two copies of The Help. Don't. Don't go. Wow, I just looked over. Don't I'm do sorry. that. Don't do that. Um knowing now what we know about what happened to Whitney as yeah. a little girl. Yeah. I understand why she didn't want to leave Bobby Christina alone with someone. Because <sighs> she didn't she would no, no, no. take her. No, she well no, she took her on the road. All she was around she took Bobby Christina and probably Aunt Bay too on the road. That's still not a good childhood for a kid. No. But I understand why she would think, well, it's safer to have her with me. Right. Socks. Right. So should we talk about Whitney's last day? Really? You want to go all the way there? I have. I, I, I didn't. How about we not yet? Okay. How about we talk about Whitney um, finally, you know, says I had enough of Bobby Brown. Um, she files for divorce. I forgot about all the good things that happened. Um, she was trying to get better. Um, got clean for a little got bit. Got clean. Was broke. Uh, tried to do a concert. Failed horribly because she, she, she lost it. I remember that. I don't remember that. I remember that. Um, it was bad. It was real bad. <laughs> um, then 2011, um, she gets cast in the movie Sparkle, um, which was, I guess, one of her favorite movies. Never heard of it. Nope. Never heard of her version of it either. Nope. Um, she was drug tested every week. Yep. She was clean. She got major plastic surgery done. Or she had plastic surgery done. <laughs> she... Okay, going back to the 80s real quick, she had, like... And I realize videotaping at that time was different than the high def we have now. She did not have a pore. Right. On her skin. Right. In her skin. Right. Gorgeous. Sorry, go ahead. Um, she was happy. She was felt a sense of belonging. Even when it wasn't her day of filming, she was still there watching the filming and talking and chatting and having a great time. And it was, oh. it was really a... a a healing, happy time for her. Um, and then the shoot was over. Yeah, because movies don't last forever. Um, and uh, I guess it took her an extra three, four days to go home. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I think they don't specifically say what she was doing, but it It kind sounds of, like she was really sh- depressed about this being over and not having a purpose. And they kind of insinuate that the drugs may have come back in. Yeah. Well, she's not getting drug tested, so... Right. Yeah. Um, so, 2012, uh, at the Beverly Hilton Hotel. What happened? What happened? Well, she was staying there, and she had asked her personal assistant to go get her these cupcakes. Like, she wanted to take a bath, and she yeah. wanted these cupcakes. These specific cupcakes. She's like, get me two. I'll probably only eat one, but get me two. And the assistant goes... What is the assistant's name? I wrote her name down. Um, Mary. Yes, Mary. <coughs> so Mary's like, I went out and got the cupcakes. I was gone for like a half hour. I come back and the lights are all off. Curtains are all closed. And I'm like, what the hell? She goes in the bathroom and there's Whitney. Floating. Face down. Sad. God, that's sad. Super sad. Um... 
Yeah. It's a bummer. It's a downer. And then her daughter dies. Yeah. In 2015, Bobby Christina was found unresponsive um, in a tub. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she died six months later. Slit her wrist? Wait, she... Oh, I missed that. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I remember... Oh, I don't remember that. Because I remember going, oh, my God, the same as Whitney. Like, oh, was it because she was super sad about it? Yeah. Um, yeah, six months later, she was in She was in a coma <sighs> for six months. Poor girl. Um, Whitney Houston uh, is... She Still- was number one. She was the... Bomb diggity can't can't top her. Still beloved. Um and um I mean she like she's a bomb diggity. And I was telling my husband, I was like, she could have been surpassed Aretha. Mm-hmm. Like, because she already hit higher faster than Aretha did, you know, with their same kind of timeline. Could have gone farther. It, the sky's the limit. If she I mean, ideally would have stayed clean and sober and or even like a normal level of drugs, right? A recreational use of drugs. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot all that good stuff that happened in the documentary before the bad stuff happened. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, and it's just you think back that that moment when her brothers were like, "I just tried this stuff called cocaine. Do you want to try this stuff called cocaine?" If she would have just said no, well. Like, what sort of sliding doors path Sure, would we be on right now? We would definitely, maybe, possibly not be talking about her well, in and, the past tense. And there's always that artist argument of, do the drugs let you tap into the artistry? Or is the artistry there without chemical enhancement? You know, that's... Yeah. Like, I think about Eminem. When Eminem was on drugs, he was the real Slim Shady. He's just Eminem now. Marshall Mathers. Marshall. Yeah. Which I'm not saying is bad. Okay. But I love the really fucked up raps of the drug inducement. Don't do drugs. Drugs are bad. Stay clean. Stay sober. Empower yourself. Free your mind without the use of drugs. Wow. And if you're having problems getting off the drugs, you can call somebody to help you with that. And that's a good idea. If you have an addiction problem, you can go to AA for things or whatever. Just dig in that hole. <laughs> Do you want to dig out of that hole? Okay, bye. Oh, well, oh, hey, did no. you did you like the documentary? Did you like all the messed up things I said? No, because we cut them all out so you don't even know they exist. Yep. <laughs> did you like it? I loved it. I thought it was fun. It was really good. Well, it was, it was sad. fun and then sad. Yeah, I love listening to all the music. Yes. And like guess what? I watched, I, heavy air quotes, watched the credits. What? Yes. Did you learn anything? No, because I was just singing. Okay, fine. (laughs) Yeah. That's fair. Okay. All right. Dr. Um, Ruth. Dr. Ruth's up next. Mm, Let's mm, do mm, it. mm, mm, mm. All right, we love you. Bye.